HT, wow, May, season five, five, four, three, two, one, go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, this is HT, wow. Hi, T with Old Waver. My name is Dave and my friend that is making this all possible because he's such a genius, mm -hmm. such an engineering genius. Mm -hmm. He's Toby. And we're glad that you found this pod. Um, because it has fantastic tunes, it has ridiculous stories, and it has an opportunity for you to win free stuff. It's awesome. In particular, a free vinyl album from our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com. So please stay tuned and find out what album that is and how you can win. One thing that I wanted to follow up on from last month's pod I have not checked to see how this fantastic promotion is going. <laughs> but last month I asked our dear listeners, if you have not already given us a five-star review on Apple podcasts to please do so. Do it. Uh, it really uh, helps us prove to the Apple overlords that we're a real podcast and maybe they will, uh, surface us more readily to other people who like music and people will discover us and we'll all be in a hot tub with our soulmates. Mm -hmm. So please go on to Apple podcasts and uh, search up HTWOW and punch up a five-star review and write some words. Tell people how amazing this pod is and how you can't live without it. And uh, tell a friend and tell a friend to leave a review. And if you do so, send me an email at htwowpod at gmail.com and tell me a sob story about how you don't have any cool t-shirts to wear and how you would wear an htwow t-shirt to all your kids' school functions and talk to all the other parents <laughs> about this crazy podcast that you like. And uh, <laughs> then maybe I'll send you a shirt if you leave me a review and then tell me all about it. So that's an unofficial solicitation for reviews. It's unofficial. It, you can't hold me to it, but hold me to it. <laughs> yeah. Man. And then, um, and then he brings her to this house that he wants to buy and restore. Okay. And then, uh, they get interrupted and her parents don't approve and they, take her to New York and then he writes her a ton of letters etc etc this thing sucks
never noticed how weird this bass line is. It just stops. Weird. That's funny. I always thought it was, it's a new romance for some reason. Oh, really? It's a new road? Yes. What's up, guys? This is HD Wow number 58. Wow. 58 of these. It's the May 2022 proper pod. Yeah. HD Wow is, of course, High Tea with Old Waver. It's an acronym. It's a song swap and a beer swap starring Toby Pipes as High Tea. And me, Dave Lane, as Old Waver. He's at Toby Pipes on Twitter. I'm at Old Waver on Twitter. And we're both at hdwildpod at gmail.com. If you want to tell us how much you love us. Love that. Love that. And uh, the psychedelic furs. The tune is on the greatest hits album. Love My Way. Mega hit. We could have gone with um, whatever record that's from. (laughs) Yeah, what record is that from? It's like I know a ton of Psychedelic First songs and I don't... I can't really tell you which records are which. From Forever Now? Oh, yeah, Forever Now. 1982's Forever Now. That was an 82? Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. They're a good band. Yes. Underrated band. Have we seen them together? I don't think I've seen them. I don't know if I've seen them or not. Who was with... Yeah, you did. Did I go? They were with the Happy Mondays. Wasn't that Psychedelic Furs? I don't know. You're twisting my melon, man. (laughs) Hey, bro! Uh, But we're not giving away Forever Now. We're giving away the best of the Psychedelic Furs. It's a greatest hits extravaganza. Would you like, would you like to know some of the um, classics that are on this thing? Yeah, they have a lot. Let me see if I can find it. I want to say uh, I saw him in Baton Rouge for sure. And I think it's the keyboard player's daughter is like the keyboard player now. Oh, really? I think so. And he sings just the same. It's that same exact thing. Keeping it in the family. Uh-huh. Wow, so this is uh, the best of the Psychedelic Furs is a double album that just came out last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They so, have like a remaster on there or something? I guess, but it's pretty much everything that you would ever want to hear as a, as a Furs fan. All the hits and plenty of deep cuts, plenty of album favorites. Mm. So. They got like Heartbreak Beat on there. Hell yeah, they do. They got like Pretty in Pink on there. Of course they do. They got like Ghost in You in there. Imagine so. <laughs> no. I don't know. But you can win it because our beautiful vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com, Positive with a Z, is uh, giving away... The H2L album of the month every month, and this month it is the best of the psychedelic furs. Yeah. So all you got to do is go to positivespin.com, positive with a Z, and look at the banner at the top, 
that says win the HTL album of the month and give them an email address. It can be a burner just as long as you check it. Mm-hmm. And you have a really good chance to win. Yeah. I haven't checked on the entry numbers, but seriously, like if you want that record, you can get it. It's, I mean, it's not a coin flip, but get in. You there. have better odds than pretty much any other lottery that you're going to enter. Yeah, you got this thing. You got this, bro. I know. I'd like to see, like, the singer of the Fix and the singer of Psychedelic Furs like arm wrestle. They would be some pasty bony arm wrestlers they might snap their their wrists yeah. or just start crying right in the middle of it bleeding out yeah, their eyes just... uh, i imagine that the psychedelic furs guy would probably be smoking at, at the time yeah yeah it's hard to keep that voice up you gotta like gargle gravel right well i mean mm-hmm. he he found that voice from the very beginning yeah he kept with it he went to the rod stewart school richard butler Mm-hmm. did you know his brother tim is the bassist i didn't know that but i love that bass line and that song is amazing it's weird when people are in bands with their brother stupid stupid so dumb um but yes this is a song swap and a beer swap and we're glad that you're here um last month was a return to new stuff after our triumphant tears for fears book report Mm. the month before that when is that show that show is uh after this comes out so we will have enjoyed it by the time people are listening to this so it's this month Yes, it's um, it's like uh, two weeks from Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. Okay. And the other thing that we need to do before we uh, start chit-chatting and playing jams and doing all the things that we're worldwide famous for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we need to talk about our beer that we're drinking because, um, you know, the origin of this podcast was that we would get together at one of our homes and we would drink beer and we would play music and we would talk until the wee hours of the night. And we thought, well, why don't we record this and put it out into the universe and see if people like it? Yeah, because it's just too much for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, this is this content is too good mm-hmm. to not be recorded for posterity. I know. Uh, so we do have a, a, a beer sponsor. I didn't go visit them today because I have a lot going on. But good friend package at 1155 PV Avenue in the Casa Linda, Far East Dallas neighborhood. They are our good bros. Um, we love them so much. And uh, I want to give them credit even though I went elsewhere for these beers and paid with my own dimes. But this one, I think we have had a beer from Rough Tail Brewing before. Is that Oklahoma? Yes. They have like a, a little salamander as their logo. <laughs> Is that a salamander? I don't know. You just say salamander weird. <laughs> I say a lot of things weird. Salamander. Salam- salamander. I think it's a salamander. Uh, but this is Everything Rhymes with Orange IPA. It doesn't say on the can, but I looked it up. I think it's a, uh, a 7%er. So it's not going to kill us, but it's, you know, not 
a session IPA, but it's got a little bit of that orange peel in it. Do you know why they do the everything rhymes with orange? Why? It's supposed to be the hardest word to rhyme with. That's right. Have you ever written a song with orange in it? No, but Taylor had it in one of his songs. Um, and it was really funny, but he took it out. When he goes, my favorite color is the sun. It used to be, my favorite color is orange. <laughs> That's worse. That is the worst. No, I loved it. I thought it was it so orange. funny. And then he kind of went on to say how hard it is to rhyme with orange or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I tried to get him to keep it, but it didn't. No, you can't rhyme with orange. I mean, I guess you can. That's I'll, pretty good. I'll think of something by the end. Yeah, it is pretty good. It's not too orangey. It's not too tangy. It doesn't feel pulpy in no. your mouth. It does taste IPA. Mm-hmm. IPA. IPA. <laughs> <Paella>. <laughs> Paella is one of those words that you just you you want to hear AI say it. Uh huh. Let me let me look it up. Paella. How do you pronounce paella? Paella. Oh, that's that's lame. This is how to say it correctly in Spanish. Buenos dias, we are looking at how to pronounce the name of this famous iconic dish from Spain. This is arguably the most emblematic dish from Spanish cuisine. The most famous, it's almost synonymous with Spanish cuisine, what isn't is it? Even from? though there are many different recipes, <laughs> as many AI, recipes though? as there are Spanish people, or at least Spanish regions, including Boy, he's seafood this thing. Just or not, say it, meat or say not, it. sausages or it. not, sausages. chicken or not, etc, etc. So how do you go about pronouncing this with the typical Spanish pronunciation? It would be paella. Pa Man, we're kicking this thing off with a bang this time. That's how you do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was not as good as the Jerky Boys. Mm. I uh, discussed some stuff with some people that completely forgot about the Jerky Boys. Oh, really? And um, they were just as floored because they listened to the all of the same stuff and did not remember that it was that racy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. <laughs> it was shocking. It was some shocking stuff. Uh, but I, I didn't. It didn't make me go back and. <laughs> no, that was enough. Yeah, that was enough. We we listened to quite enough trying to find the things to play on the pod in the after dark. It's fine. <laughs> Let's leave that in the nineties. Oh man! Ugh. All right, Ooh. so uh, the song swap part is uh, I bring two songs and Toby brings two songs, and we're doing new stuff again. I am though doing new stuff by legacy artists, artists that we have either played on the pod before or uh, we should be familiar with as alternative and indie music fans. Uh, you are going. Totally new. I'm going new. 
playing. I mean, so new. It's just last month. Yes. Like two weeks ago. Um, so we'll get to that later. But let's go ahead and kick off with uh, a jam from the brand new record by Bell and Sebastian. I indicated off the top last month that it was in the running last month. But then I, I kind of went with a shoegaze theme and it didn't really fit. But mm-hmm. this month I'm kind of going with a, a little bit of a, a chamber pop theme. Have you have you stuck with Bell and Sebastian since that first record? Um, yes. Uh, not. It is the first one, right? It was like a school project. That one that Tiger Milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see: two, four, six, eight, ten. This is their eleventh full-length record. Just came Holy out. Holy cow! Just came out. Did not realize that. Um. Yeah, the last. The last two, I did not listen to at all. So I guess, I guess I kind of bailed on Bell and Sebastian in 2010 mm-hmm. with uh, Bell and Sebastian write about love. That was the last record that I remember listening to. Okay. So in 2015, they came out with Girls in Peacetime Want to Dance, and in 2019 they came out with Days of the Bagginold Summer. No idea what that is. Uh, but the new one that just came out, a very cheeky, very Bell and Sebastian album title, A Bit of Previous. Okay. Okay. So I guess they're indicating return to form, doing the stuff that everybody loves about them. That might be a good move. What's your What's your favorite of their catalog? It's that first one. That Tiger first Milk? One, yeah, that's the one I know the most of, and then I just kind of... Just kind of fell off. I don't know what happened. There. Man, those first three. So I think I have that second one on vinyl. Yeah, I don't know if I have any vinyl. I'll, I'll look while we're playing the what's tune. It, what's it called? The second one. So uh, Tiger Milk was '96. Uh, if you're feeling sinister was also '96. Later in the year. Okay, not that one. And then the third one was the big one. Their major label debut. Uh, the boy with the Arab strap. Okay, I think yeah, I have that one. So I definitely went through those three. Yeah, those three love all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, then two thousand was fold your hands, child. You walk like a peasant. I don't know that. Um, I had that one. Um, don't really remember storytelling from two thousand two. Um, and then their two thousands output was pretty good. Dear Catastrophe Waitress in two thousand three was good. The Life Pursuit in oh six was good. Right About Love was pretty meh, and that's when I bailed. Um, were they at Coachella when we were there? I don't think so. I I've think- seen I've seen them at Granada. Okay. I I have seen them at least once, maybe twice. Uh, they huh. they have they're one of those they have a rotating cast. Um, they have a, a number of members at any given time. the The main guy is Stuart Murdoch, and uh, he was at the beginning very much compared to Morrissey, just because he was androgynous and had a weird singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've they've kind of grown beyond that, and I don't know. I I think this new record is is pretty good. I haven't. I haven't played it front to cover. I've I've listened to about half of it and skimmed the rest. Front to cover. Um, there are a number of songs that are good. They're just not pod good. 
Okay. They don't come out and grab you. It's hard to cross that line. Yeah. I mean, to get on the pod is... I mean, it's a, it's a very got, high bar. You got to have the numbers. So this is actually the, the single that came out that I was thinking about playing on the pod last month, but I wanted to wait until the full record came out, mm-hmm. just in the event that there was something that I liked better. Uh, but I didn't. I, to me, this is a quintessential... Like we just talked about the the best of the psychedelic furs. Mm-hmm. To me, this is this would be at home on a best of Bell and Sebastian record. Nice. It just sounds like a quintessential Bell and Sebastian song. Sounds like a bit of previous. It is a bit of previous. It's called Unnecessary Drama, and it's first up on May HTWOW.
Jam Town. Yeah. They get after it. That's not the guy from The The, is it? Mm-mm. He's not playing the harmonica? Johnny Marr played harmonica with The The. Don't you remember that? Yeah, but live, the singer did it. Oh, Matt Johnson? Yeah. Um, Man, it sounds just like a I know. I, I mean, know. right when it kicks off, it's a... Uh, um, I didn't know Johnny Marr did that. I thought the singer did it. That's funny. It's funny. Funny. Um, yeah, that's a jam. I like that. That's a little bit more... It's peppy for them. Yeah, I know. And, and so that's what made me really want to play it because... Um, Sometimes they can be a little bookish. Yeah, yeah. A little, and almost a little, a little too sensitive little sometimes. Singer songwritery. Mm-hmm. A little. He's kind of got. Is a little bit of in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I almost hesitated to play it because of the harmonica, because I know how much you hate harmonica. Yeah. Um, but I think in that context, it works. Yeah, it sounds like the. It sounds like the the thing. And it's funny uh, the. The video for that song mm-hmm. it's it's an ongoing bit they're in random places like abandoned warehouses and you know dilapidated Scottish farms or whatever you know because they're from Scotland mm-hmm. so they're just doing random scenes where they're doing a performance video and then every time the guy comes in with the harmonica part he like barges in front of somebody or everybody's pissed off at him. <laughs> it's loud and proud. Yeah. That's so funny they, that they, they did that. Yeah. So they kind of, they're acknowledging they, the they, fact that yeah, it's... they poke fun at the fact that some people think the harmonic is annoying. <laughs> it is, but that sounded good. Yeah. I mean, um, I, yeah, I, I just think in the, if they did it on any other song on the record, I would be out. No, that's the only time it appears. Yeah. It um, has to be, it has to be a special thing. Yeah, but there there are a, a number of really good tunes on the record. Um, the the one that is the um, the very sensitive mm-hmm. um, coffee house jam mm-hmm. is um, "Do It for Your Country." <laughs> it's not a cover of the Grease Two song. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. How do you know what that is? Because my sisters watched Grease and Grease 2. I think it was in Grease 2. Let me double check. <laughs> Grease 2. I did not know that Grease 2 was going to get a reference today. But always a good sign. Always a good sign. Yeah, it's in Grease 2. So Grease 2 is the one with Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, yes, I don't... Yeah. Did you never saw that? Uh, Joe and Pace like a Grease 2... Uh, watching, but I I'm, I'm not sitting through that one. I can sit through a Grease, but I mean, yeah. So it's basically a, a dude is date raping a girl in a bomb shelter in in, in, in Greece in Greece too. Greece too. I mean, is yes. it Michelle Pfeiffer? No, it's one of her friends. So Greece too is one. A little, of the, it's one of the pink ladies. Greece too is a little racier, I guess. Well, he's just he's just convincing her that. That, uh, you know, they could die at any time and that they should just do it and they should do it for their country. Hey, baby. Yo. I, 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 do you want to hear some of the Where scene? were they supposed to be from? I don't know. Because it, like, it seems like they were all like, yo. What are you doing, Lewis? Get off of me. Think about it. 
What if you and me was to die right here tonight without ever doing it? It? Oh my God, let me out of here, Louis! You crazy to dropping bombs out there? Yeah, let's do it for our country. This is, this is like the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, well, and he's got his his buddies outside the bomb shelter with the siren and firecrackers to make her think that the bombs are dropping. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a scene about date rape and in a musical. And his friends are in on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised that Grease Two didn't take off. Give something to America you never gave before. Yeah, let's do it oh for God. our country. I hate this. The red, white, and you blue. have to stop it. <laughs> so, God. the Bell and Sebastian song is not a cover of that. <laughs> no, it is not. So, thankfully for that. But, uh, wow. I encourage everyone to check it out. Uh, a bit of previous is. I like that name. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. You know what I'm noticing outside, Dave? It's getting dark? No. Um, there's a home being built across the way. That's right. Here we grow, East um, Dallas. Way to grow, East Dallas. Way to grow. Back in frontier times, when people used to just claim like some land, like just pee on it and be like, this is my, this is where it's going to be. Right. This is my crick. And they just had to like build a house out of like logs and stuff. How mm-hmm. did they know how to do that? Trial and error, I guess. Like, do you think that there were just some like, like crap homes? Like, yes, like, like they were all crap homes. Like, Bill is sweet at making homes, but Jim's house sucks. <laughs> like, Jim's house yeah, is lean. Jim, Jim's house is crooked. Yeah, yeah. And that thing's falling down at any time. So, or or was, because they did it themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what you see, like, in movies. They're all, like, hacking some wood themselves. Right, the old school log cabin. Yeah. It seems like that'd be a hassle. Like, it would, that'd be an easy thing to mess up. Yeah. Well, you know, like in, um, what's the, uh, the super romantic movie that the girls like? Um, House on the, Home on the Prairie. <laughs> No, um, what's it called? House on the Little, little House, little house on, the on the Prairie. Yeah, no, yeah. no, a movie with uh, with um, <laughs> what's his face? Um, is it Lethal Weapon? No, Lethal Weapon Two. Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, Spider Man. What what what's it about again? Frontier homing. Is it called Frontier Homie? If I was going to make a TV show about building Frontier Homes, I would call my show Frontier Homie. Let's that, let's pitch that. Is that pretty good? That is pretty good. Thanks, man. Got it. So, uh, The Notebook. The Notebook. <laughs> the Notebook. Man, we are... The references... And this one, so far, have just been lit. Well, so, uh, did you ever see The Notebook? No, man. No. I mean, read it a lot. I didn't read it either. I don't, I don't know anything about The Notebook. So, Rachel McAdams is, the, is his 
opposite love interest, right? Mm-hmm. But so the, the reason I bring it up is that he inherits, or he has this family property, this rundown home. When's this set? What time period? I mean, like, I'm saying, like, 1970 or, like, 1900 or 1850. No. That'd only be 10 years before 19. Like, revolution time? <laughs> uh, 1930s. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So she is, she's wealthy, and he is a local worker. And they meet at a carnival. They fall in love. Wow. Poor guy, rich girl. Yeah. Man. And then um, and then he brings her to this house that he wants to buy and restore. Okay. And then uh, they get interrupted and her parents don't approve. And they take her to New York. And then he writes her a ton of letters, etc., etc. This thing sucks. And uh, ends up... Are you, is this a spoiler? Like, should they turn off the thing now? It, it, does he end up killing her? No. Oh. She ends up getting married to a wealthy dude. Okay. Then he does. Kill then, him. Then Ryan Gosling does buy this old house. Okay. Giant mansion. Run down old southern mansion. Restores it all by himself. With a notebook. <laughs> no, he probably took notes in a notebook, like okay. wrote down measurements. Right. Um, and then he gets his picture printed in the newspaper with his house, and then his uh, old flame lava. sees it. And hello, lava. Uh, she feels divided between her husband and her old love because he got a new house. That sucks. Yeah. She's like, oh, he really did make that house kick ass. I, I want to live with him. I like carpenters. But the reason I brought it up was that he single-handedly restored this giant house, which I think is a total crock of shit. Yeah, because how do you know how to do that unless you're chipping well, and, Jojo? Yeah, and how do you how do you hang drywall, or I guess in the 30s it was plaster, but how do you... It's probably shiplap. How do you do stuff... Without a, a second pair of hands to help you, like, yeah, no level shit. it and stuff. Yeah, and knocking down trees. Yeah, how do you knock down trees yeah. and, and and saw lumber by yourself? Yeah, tie it to an ox, bring it over by a house place. <laughs> the homestead. Yeah, and say you only had, like, all your kids are still little, so you're just kind of... And where do they hang out before the house is done? That thing had to take year, a, right, a yeah, long they're, time. They're just living in the wagon? Mm-hmm. And is that just mud in between the logs? Is that like mud? It's like <laughs> it's like straw and mud. <laughs> and you have to do a whole stone fireplace. You have to build a stone fireplace. Yeah, you can't not have it heated. Mm -hmm. What do you use for mortar? Exactly. I just want to know. Is that more mud? <laughs> is that, it probably is, right? It's like a big pizza oven in there. <laughs> I want to hear more about the building of houses. All we see is somebody claim some land and then boom, houses up. Right. And like a barn and they're farming stuff. Yeah, it looks like the the front of log cabin maple syrup. Right. 
and everyone's with the, with got the smoke one. coming out of the chimney. Yeah, it must be easy to do, and you have and, to, and they have a fence going around their whole property. Yeah, who dug all those post holes? Who made the land flat to make the house on it? Yeah, is there a foundation? Yeah, or is it just dirt? Pyramid. It's pyramid. <laughs> pyramid. You gotta get that thing up on stilts, man. We got a flood coming. I remember uh, when I bought a. Uh, a 1920s house <laughs> in this neighborhood yeah. a long time ago. I've done that before. And uh, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day. Are you going to talk about ghosts? Pier and Beam. Oh. Pier and Beam isn't your modern Pier and Beam. You can, get a, you can get a no. A they rodent just rodent under there. No, they just uh, they put a Bodark Pier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was just, it was Bodark Wood. That was. Are you that, making it what Bodark? The word. I, I'm up? probably not saying it right. Mm-hmm. It's probably balsa. But it was a kind of wood that termites didn't eat. Oh, okay. So it would just be like a section of the stump, and that would be the pier. They didn't drill a hole in the ground. It was just the 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 joists were just sitting on top mm-hmm. of a stump. Yeah. Yeah, like the first time they you didn't ever... know how to build houses uh-uh. back then. First time you ever get into a crawl space in one of those old houses, you're like, this thing could come down at any moment. Yeah, like what is what is that tied to, mm-hmm. and where does that go? And if someone hits that cinder block, what happens? Yeah, like everything's fine. <laughs> Look at that deck of cards of shims <laughs> over there. What is that? <laughs> oh man. It was like 80 years of shims over in this corner. I know. This whole neighborhood's about to collapse. Yeah. Well, but not that not that not new that house one. over there. That thing looks solid. That's a as slab. A they poured a slab could, over there. Do you there. think you could design it? I mean, not design it, but like start a house from new and pick what you wanted. And build it myself? Or no, just not tell build someone it how yourself. to do it? Like sit there with plans on the table and be like, well, I'd like to, the living room to. Sure. You yeah. think you could do? I have vision. <laughs> I have imagination. I imagine myself having coffee in this mm-hmm. breakfast nook. I could totally see myself having my morning mm, coffee. I would like to be. <laughs> me and my wife like to entertain, and I can totally see myself making food and delivering right here. Uh, I like how this is open to the living area. Mm-hmm. I want an open concept, but I don't want to see anyone. <laughs> is there any way you can maybe do that? <laughs> All right. Okay, so I don't too know much, how we got into house too talk. Too much house talk. Yeah, I'll well, cut. you were just you were looking at the house across uh, the street. That's right. I'll I'll cut most of that out. No one wants to hear HTWOW home building. Which I mean, is not a bad thing. No, if if HGTV would like to partner with HTWOW, mm-hmm. get on I, the Magnolia Network. I would love that. It's always been my dream because I uh, I am a, a part time voiceover talent mm-hmm. okay so what would you do for how i've always happen? wanted to voice like house hunters or mm-hmm. um i don't know um destination hawaii or something <laughs> Some, yeah I, w- I would love to vo a stupid hgtv show yeah and trick it up and be just like look at what this dumbass <laughs> thinks they can afford in amsterdam <laughs> They think those towner countertops don't need replacing. We all know those are for Micah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, do that, dude. Uh, I did bring the daughter across the street, and we 
went through the construction site. You gotta watch out for nails. You gotta watch out. Oh for yeah, nails. yeah. I told her watch out for nails. But yeah, we walked all through the uh, the framed up house. I uh-huh. love doing that. I know because you can be like whoever moves in there next. We used to do that when we were kids because it'd be like so and so would move in. And they'd be like, yeah, well, the bathrooms are over here, and I'm like, oh, well, we know. Oh yeah, I've I'm, been all I'm, through this house. I've been here. Yeah. You wouldn't if believe you, what happened you, over if there. You, if you peel back <laughs> yeah. that drywall, there's a picture of my penis. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Don't do it. There's a Folgers can in your crawl space. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so what's up? All right, so it's your turn. <laughs> oh, goodness. So have we decided if this is Dale's band or not? Yes, it is. Okay, because we mentioned that before, but it was the wrong band. Yeah, let me double check uh, when... And where they have appeared. What do you mean have appeared? Like like Brigadoon? Uh, on, on the pod. Oh, on, on the, pod. the pod. Okay, so they have not made an appearance on Reg Pod. But Dale played them at, at an After Dark. I think I played them, yes. Either, at, either Dale or I played them on the After Dark. So they've been played on the After Dark. I think he played them at the bar. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably. At uh, La Quarantina. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so it's it's a band that our friend Dale discovered, and I think he came across it because one of the latter day members of New Order, one of the dudes, the that, new, yeah, the yeah. the they're not young but younger <laughs> members of <laughs> yeah, New Order. Yeah. Uh, it's friends of his, or or at least. Um, a band that he promotes. Mm-hmm. Well, that said on there, they're open up for Primal Scream and like yeah, yeah. So, so they're they're from Manchester or Merseyside somewhere. I have no idea. And uh, so Dale brought them to our attention and was hard selling them. This was a couple years ago. Yeah, hard selling them, making uh, our friend Craig play them at uh, Craig's barbecues. Always good. And it was great. It just I never latched on. It was great, but we never ended up playing it on the pod. And Dale always was mad at me because mm-hmm. he, he would say that if I had discovered this band, <laughs> that I would have played They'd it immediately yeah, yeah. and that I would have been trying to sell everyone on it. But because I didn't find it first, I was kind of panning it. Well, I found it today on our whenever I found it on total accident. Okay, I wasn't so they, looking it up because of this, so Dale is right. Okay, so the band we're talking about is Working Men's Club. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of the same as like a... Um, and what's funny is, is I went to them from Warm Doucher. Okay. So bands that you like from Warm right. Doucher. And I was like, wait, I know this, the working, the men's... Working Men's Club. Yeah, so Working Men's Club, their self-titled debut came out in 2020 uh-huh. and they had a, a single in 2021 that I remember I almost played on the pod so they've 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 flirted with HD wow yeah. many times but you're finally man you'll the like seal. this this is this came out like a week ago um so it's brand new chief and it's synthy yeah so if if you remember when we talked about it on the after dark so there's there's a main dude in the band, and they were more post-punk, and then he fired everybody in the band because he decided that he wanted to go in a more synthy direction. I don't even remember any of that. This is before that that f- debut record. Okay. 
And so I'm curious to see if they've gone even further. It's like he bought a Krumar synth from 1978 and decided I'm making a whole thing with this. It's it's synthy. I love it. Yeah. All right. So the the tune is called Circumference. It's just a single. Mm -hmm. That's just a teaser. We don't know what's uh, down the the pike for Working Men's Club, but let's see how we feel about it. Let's see if we like this direction. <laughs> it's circumference. Circumference. Measuring girth on HTL.
Man, I'm so glad you played that. It's really good. It reminds me of like a, you know, like a really good Zymox mm-hmm. song, right? Yeah. Or something else. It has it has stuff in it. But I love that Krumar, you know, that slightly out of tune old string sound. Yeah. It's just awesome. So compared to the previous record. Uh-huh. So the previous record still, even though it was very synthy, was still very post-punk, somewhat angular, mm-hmm. kind of industrial. Whereas this is, aside from the lyrics, it's pop. Oh, yeah. It's major chords. It's mm-hmm. it's soaring anthems. But it is like he went to some pawn shop and got every old, like, old drum machine, old keyboard, old... And just kind of hooked it all up and was like, I'm just going to use all this stuff. I love that. It's cool. I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah. I'm glad I found it. Maybe I'll tell Dale about this band. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should yeah. call up Dale and, and just, tell him uh, about this new band we found. Yeah. It's cool. As much as I liked the first record, that's a whole different deal. Okay. Because I couldn't remember what the other stuff sounded. Like. I didn't go back. Yeah. Yeah. I just I got that off of the warm doucher page and was like, man, I think I remember who this is, and then went on for about six other bands after this. Mm-hmm. Warm doucher setting us up. I know. Well, and I, I've I've been spinning because the the whole um, warm doucher record came out. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Douche it up. No, um, I want to get it right because I want to give them. Oh, I thought that was the name of the record. I want to get it right. I want to give them proper credit where credit is due. At the hot spot is the name oh, of the record. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so there's, you know, like I said, I, I I have new stuff all thrown into a playlist, and I just shuffle whenever I'm in the car or. Mm. Uh, you know, I think you misjudged the shirts. Out for a walk or whatever. They're fine. Not for me. Did you even try it on? Yes, I tried it on. And I was like a I was like a sausage in, oh, yeah. in a casing. Well, I'm not I, I'm I'm giving my uh the one of them away for, so it has the best advertising in the world at a high school. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It'll be good. It'll be what is this weird Van Halen shirt? <laughs> but uh the one that came up in uh, in the playlist from the the new warm doucher was twitching in the kitchen. <laughs> man, I, those guys need to get down here. We got to party with them, man. Yeah. I was I was digging on twitching in the kitchen. <laughs> man, we're gonna have to play that later. That'll be a, a, a cat dark? party tomorrow. Oh, twitching in the kitchen yeah. will be at the cat party. Oh, do you want to discuss cat party, or do you want to save that uh, after next tune? No, we. I mean, I mean, you got a shindig that you're about to throw. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really require more than a cursory mention, but it. <laughs> I guess the reason is is it's been so long since we've had people over, and Marissa was looking for an excuse to mm-hmm. invite people over. So that's the reason, and it's it's going to be sparsely attended we have a number of friends who are out of town a number of friends who have other commitments um but yeah so there's a lot of stuff going on so we're not going to have 
a rager and it's an afternoon thing but we we decided to have a birthday party for our two-year-old kitten <laughs> which is now cat yeah natalie and bruglia well she's a forever kitten okay you know she uh she's definitely half of her older sister Fiona Apple is a big girl, mm-hmm. but Natalie Imbruglia is slim and trim and athletic, and she loves to party. Mm-hmm. Which, in real life, I guess they're both slim and trim and like to party. Yeah. But the the genesis of the the idea for the party was that ever since we moved into this house, uh, Natalie's been obsessed with the garage. Okay. That anytime either of us go out there, because we have a like a beverage fridge in the garage, or if uh, you know we go out there and leave and come back, mm-hmm. she's always sitting by the door and she wants to go in there so bad. They all want to go where they can't go. Yeah, it's, and for, then it's forbidden fruit. Get super bored with it when they get in there. And so we we would always tell her maybe on your birthday. Mm-hmm. And then so we decided, well, let's on her birthday have a party in the garage so we're gonna move the cars out clear out whatever stuff is on the floor mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna put up some black lights and some glow tape and you gonna it's gonna be hot tomorrow I mean we'll be in there for five minutes and then we'll you think so hang out in the house I don't know okay just saying we're gonna need a fan. I, I, seriously tomorrow do not let Marissa expend too much energy into the decoration. And uh, yeah, decorating a sparsely attended party that no one really cares to go in the garage. You got a disco ball? I don't know if we have a disco ball. I don't know what she has. She she ordered some stuff. Okay. But we just have balloons, saying. we have a cake. It's just it's ridiculous. It's for a cat. <laughs> it's supposed to be stupid. Okay, it is. It's great. But I'm glad that you're here because you're you're crashing here tonight, and then you'll be part of the celebration tomorrow. I know. I'm waking up. Natalie's, straight to, Natalie's very excited. Straight to cat rave. Yeah, we're raving. You might have to make the playlist tomorrow for sure. No problem. Yeah, because I gotta I gotta take my daughter to mm-hmm. a a human girl birthday party before <laughs> this party. We're gonna start off with some WD. Yeah. Some warm douche. Warm douche. Maybe Boom! Working kick it men's off. club. Yeah, and then straight into some other stuff. Then some information society, yeah. and then we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, it's time for beer number two. This is a seven point five, and it continues our fruit theme. So the first beer had orange peel. This has pineapple. This is from Wild Acre Brewing from Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. We know people there. It's funny because the front looks like it's sort of like a ski, but I guess those are clouds. Yeah, it's not. It's because not. It's, it's not mountains. It's clouds. I know, but there's it a looks, blue bonnet. Yeah, but there's a blue bonnet with pineapples, but it looks like they're in the snow. It is weird, but it's a uh, it's a variation of their Texas Blonde. So Wild Acre Texas Blonde, but this version is. Imperial pineapple. Mm. Have you tried it? No. Are you excited you, about this? I'm always excited about this. This is everything. a 7.5. Pineapple and beer, maybe different than pizza. 
this is less pineapple-y than the previous beer was orangey. That little afterkick has a little... <laughs> has a little cream soda in it. Yeah, some, it gets in the... Yeah, there's some. Gets, it gets up in the back yeah. of your molars. Mm-hmm, just starts hanging on them. Hold on. It's a 7.5, so it's a little Oof. it's a little stronger than the last one. Yeah, it's we, good though. We might need a uh, we might need pint glasses to let it breathe, let it breathe. a little bit. Let, let, it, bre- let it breathe. Let it breathe. We'll get those during the next jam. Yeah, um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You know, I pineapple. It's one of those. Um, you kind of like a pineapple. I would consider it a, a um, I don't know, is it a guilty pleasure? Because it's fruit. No, it's, pineapples. It's packed, are, it's packed with sugar. Yeah, but, but pineapples are good for you. I was going through a phase. You're just sitting around gnawing on pineapple? Where I would go, when I would go to the grocery store and they had the pre-cut pineapple in the produce section, mm. I would get a big old thing and then I would just gnaw on pineapple. You don't night. like to cut your own pineapple. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to peel off the scales and chop it all up. I want it done for me, and I don't want it canned. I want it fresh. Okay, you want to cut up pineapple, but you don't want to cut it up. Uh, well, then there was a time I'm sure. Um, Long time H2O listeners will remember a time where the the pina colada at Tees was yeah, a thing. That's a thing. Um, that's about to come back. Summer's coming. Yeah, back. it is summertime coming up. So, yeah, the 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 coconut milk and the the frozen pineapple and yeah. the rum. Pina coladas on the menu. It's coming up this month. It's this month. So this is a warm up for the pina colada. Mm, it's coming back for sure. Have you ever had the pineapple on the um, you know those steak the Casa de Brazil Steakhouse place? You know where they keep bringing the steak around? Yes. Have you had that where they have the pineapple cooked like the hot pineapple on the little? They have shave not. it off for you. Mm-mm. It's actually pretty tasty. The only uh, restaurant inclusion of pineapple that I can think of is when you get the um, like the the pork tacos, like the adobo tacos or whatever that have the little chunks of pineapple in it. I remember when I was a kid. You remember steak and ale? <laughs> we never steak and ale was too fancy for us. We didn't go to steak and ale. I've probably only been three times in my life. But I remember one of their steaks was like a Hawaiian steak with a one ring with the grill which marks on it. Which basically just meant that they put a pineapple yeah. on it. Yeah. It was, there was no there was no glaze no, on it or anything. They just chunked the pineapple yeah, up on just top of it. Painted some grill marks on a ring of pineapple. Uh huh. It's good though. It's, it's Hawaiian because anything with pineapple on it, you can call it Hawaiian whatever. Hawaiian hot dog. When they make a steak, do they bury it in the ground? Yeah, yeah. That's how they cook everything. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger hole because it's a whole cow. They put the whole cow uh-huh. and just stuff it full of pineapples. And like a pig. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's a it's whole like, It's like a turducken, thing. but yeah. it's it's a. Bull piggin. Uh huh. But for yeah, for a, get a get a steer out there, you got to get a backhoe, get a pretty good sized hole in the beach if you're gonna cook. Cook. Don't cook. don't put it 
Don't bury it below sea level. Uh, it'll uh, get soggy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, you need to be up in the dune. It's more like in the side of they just <laughs> they just carve out the side of a dune and throw the cow in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're Th- good cooks. Throw some banana leaves and some hot coals on it, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Pineapple on top, Hawaiian steak. Hawaiian steak. Done. Oh, done. All right. Um, Wild Acre, enjoy your brew, bro. <laughs> brew, brew. I've uh, seen the Texas Blonde before, and I nev- I've never had it, but I just... Dude, I swear I love, to I, I just every love time you have one of these things, there's always a Texas Blonde. Does everyone have one? Probably. Yeah. It seems like you say Texas Blonde almost every like all of them have their own. Well, this is their slightly different. This is their Bloody Mary version of the Texas Blonde. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Everybody has an IPA. Uh huh. And everyone has. And everybody a, has a blonde. I guess that's their blonde. Yeah. Ain't nothing like a Texas Blonde. No. Man, get back. I'm 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 done with blondes. Well, need go girl. Okay, so for my next jam, yeah, I mentioned I am on kind of a chamber pop type theme. I don't know what that means. Is that like bedroom pop, chamber? Mm, more um, chambre. I don't know. Dumb chambre. Hey Siri. <laughs> Like, where did, where did you ever hear the phrase chamber pop? Well, I, I know Bell and Sebastian have been called chamber pop. Bedroom, like for the French chamber? Yeah, so it's it's a genre that combines rock music with strings, horns, piano, vocal harmonies, and components drawn from orchestral and lounge pop. Like a chamber orchestra. Yes, I see. That makes so sense. Uh, you know they they call out like Burke Bacharach and and the Beach Boys as kind of um, pioneers of chamber pop, right? Okay. So while the Bell and Sebastian tune was more rockin' than the typical Bell and Sebastian tune, sure. Uh, this next tune, I would say, definitely fits the description of chamber pop. And it's one of our favorite dudes. It's an HTWOW staple. It's an HTWOW pet band or a pet artist. Although he's only been on the pod once. I thought maybe it was last year, but it turns out it was two years ago in June of 2020. I thought I played it, it in that it, first year. Uh, maybe it was, I, I don't know if it was on the after dark or if it was huh. something else. It, yeah. You did play something from really one of his early, early records. Yeah. Like the first one. Yeah. But I think that was long, long ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying that the last time we played this artist was in June of 2020, mm-hmm. which. Cause that record was good. Yeah. It was called patience and the artist is called Sandre Lurke. Sandre Lurke. And uh, so he's Norwegian, now lives in New York City. And he just put out last month a brand new record. 
It is uh, entitled, I had it pulled up, hold on. Party all the time. Party City. Avatars of Love. Oh. So it's a double album. It's a very ambitious project. Wow, double album. He has a number of duets or guest contributors on on this record. Like Taylor Swift and stuff? No, nobody like that. Probably nobody that we've ever heard of. But um, it came out and I, I added it to my library and I didn't really spend time with it. Uh, but then this one song came up in my playlist, in my shuffle. In your queue. And I was like, what is this song? It really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the um, hair stand up on the back of your neck kind of chills type song. Oh, did you cry? For me? Yes, I think I cried a little bit. A little bit. It's it's very sexual. Mm. You might you might take your shirt off during this song. My shirt isn't on right now. The whole album is as it you might expect from the title Avatars of Love. It's all about the movie the, Avatar. <laughs> no, it's all it's all about relationships and love and mm-hmm. um his takes on it. Did you see Avatar? Of course I did. Oh. Why is that an of course? I don't know. Because it was like the most popular movie ever. I didn't see it. I saw Star Wars. It was good. And so the, the name of this song is called Cut. Mm-hmm. And he says that it was inspired by the movie Body Double. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Body Double? <laughs> no, but man, what a good segue into movies. Is that that one where the hawk, where they cha- he had a face, and then no, he changed that's it. face off. Oh, that's face off. So Brian uh, Brian De Palma was the director of Body Double. It's a 1984 movie. Is that when there's like two twins at camp, and they first meet each no, other? No, that's the Parent Trap. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's uh, I I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but it's evidently... Um, What's it called again? Body Double. Body Double, all right. Uh, but it's uh, it's just a, an outrageous, sleazy movie. And so he took that as inspiration for this song. Good. And so you can hear in the lyrics... He's uh, he's kind of... He's, he's like almost like a porn director. <laughs> I, I love this song so much. Okay. This is, um, it, it has elements of those first couple records that we love so much, mm-hmm. but there's also so much more texture and so much more uh, layers of instrumentation. And it's just so good. It's so good. I hope that uh, everyone enjoys this as much as I do. And you don't get too creeped out. This is Sondre Lurke with Cut on HTWOW. Who's that creature pulling shapes in the dark? A moving shadow at the edge of a park. 
Walk away. 
How's that sit? That's cool. Do you know how sometimes when people try to do something interesting and weird and it doesn't work? Mm -hmm. He he did it, man. That's cool. I like the cut. I'm wondering if he came up with the idea because when he was like he wanted it to cut at those sections, so he just kept saying it, and then was like, "It sounds cool when I say cut right there," so he just left it in there. Well, we're gonna have to watch Body Double to see if cut is a thing. I guess in the so. movie. Damn. I remember though when they finally recognize each other that they're twins, how long it takes for them. Like you're just kinda like, Y'all look exactly the same and you're in the same cabin. How could y'all not know you're related? Once again, that's parent trap. Oh. But you not know what I mean? Double. It took them so long and you're like, Y'all look exactly the same. You're right. like twins. It's like it's weird when you wake up and suddenly you are in your mom's body and then your mom is in your body. What's that? And then you have to live in each other's shoes for a day and you realize how difficult the other person's life is and you yeah. have a brand new appreciation. Uh-huh. Because of the mom thing? I'm talking about 13 going on 30. Or, oh, yeah. Or with, uh... um, what was the one with... Uh, <laughs> Judge Reinhold Fast Times <laughs> Yes exactly <laughs> God we're so dumb um, But I seriously What I have <clears throat> what I have listened to Of this record mm -hmm. It's a moody record Definitely Similar to the Bell and Sebastian Not everything is is uh, Hits you in the face Mm -hmm. That's a play jam, it the, though. Play like, it on the pod. I like that jam. I wonder about him. I'm like, how do you think he's doing? Like, financially? I don't know. I mean, he's in New York. New York's expensive, man. I don't know. I mean, he's doing well enough, I guess. He's, I mean, he's still signed. Still doing stuff. Yeah. I don't know. But what I will say is that I can't wait to, on Sunday, when after the kitten party's over... Uh-huh. After the pod is over, mm -hmm. when I have a chance to take a breath, mm -hmm. I want to just put on the headphones and I want to take a gummy and I want to just... Like a gummy bear? Yes. And I want to luxuriate in mm -hmm. Avatars of Love. Okay. I just, I want to let Sandra Lurke speak to me. Lurk in your body? Yes. I want him to... You want to get Lurkade. I, I want him to um, tell me what to do. <laughs> tell me how to pose. Yeah. I'm going spa day. You're going spa day on Sunday? Not really, but I want to. Mm. That's fun. Have you ever done a spa day? Mm, no. I don't think I have either. Well, I take that back. I mean, in Mexico at like a resort. Okay. Booked like couple massage and then you had like run of the the spa where you could go in the steam room and the sauna and all that and the the, the pool and all that stuff. I've never done a I don't think I've ever done a spa day. You should. T deserves a spa day. I think when every when every day's a spa day you don't really get spa days. <laughs> when you never have to go to work? <laughs> 
Then you don't really need a day off to go to the spa. Well, I'm exhausted. It's true. Mm-hmm. I did lawn work. Do you want to get into lawn work before your gym? I don't care. We can get into anything. I mean, I did just mention lawn work. So what kind of lawn work do do, I do? does T do that he doesn't hire out? Well, you know, I was doing... Uh, I like to do my own lawn. Like you don't have a, a you don't have a mower. Yeah, I do. Of course you I do. Don't. Yes, I do. Where I is it? Mower weedy. It's in front of the golf cart. It's sitting right there. It's red, same color. It's got a man you sticker on. <laughs> Never seen it. Yeah. Well, I was doing it for a while, and then I noticed, you know, every now and then, it's just like, because one person, you know, the teams of people that show up, they crank that thing out in twenty minutes, yeah. and they're gone. Yeah. One person, it takes an hour and a half. So the people that were doing my neighbors, this college kid, sweet kid, showing up with his buddies and they have their little business and with with their core uniforms. Yeah. And it barely costs anything and they'll just jump out and mow your lawn, but they don't do any, there's no flower bed stuff. Like there's no, or like if there's drainage, like there's, they don't do that stuff. They just, just the maintenance. Yeah. They kick down the lawn, edge it up a little bit, but there's no weed pulling or anything like that. So that's my lawn stuff. Mm -hmm. But lately I've noticed, so to, you know, new puppy. Oh yeah. How's that going? It's going good. But to the, you know, when you go out on my back porch to the right there, there's that little kind of nothing flower bed. Right. It's kind of a mud pit because there's nothing that grows there. Yeah. So these two have decided to have digging competitions enough to where they're digging under the table that's there to where the table is now like it could have trapped both of their heads in there (laughs) because they're digging out of the two legs that are right under them that could have killed them both. And so I've had it. So I had to go for the Colorado River Creek bedrock. Okay. Put all that down in that lower. Did you put some landscape fabric underneath it? Nah. Not worried about it. Weeds. I don't care. I'm good with weeds. Weeds are fine. Um, but the main thing is on the other side where you know where the trash cans are. Mm-hmm. I had to put some slate down and some rocks because it's muddy. I don't like going out there and getting the trash cans when it's because no grass gonna grow right there. Right. So that's been my week is carrying big bags of rocks around. That's why I look so yoked right now. Where'd you get the rocks? Lowe's. Got big old bags of rocks? <laughs> big bags of rocks. How much a bag of rocks cost? Only for about $5. Really? Uh-huh. Big old bag. Dang. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of rocks in your back. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't haul those myself. You didn't haul them? <laughs> Although I did. I did. Um, did you do some landscaping? So, I couldn't. I couldn't get my. So I have a guy mm-hmm. that does well. What's his he, name? He doesn't do it. Uh, Moises. <laughs> he doesn't do it. His guys do it. But they they weed and and edge and mow. <laughs> like Jesus and Moses. Yeah. And together. Moses together. Yeah. He's Moises. Moises. God, man, that's awesome. Um, he covered all the bases. But yeah, they they just do the basic stuff. But he did some... When we moved in, he did some tree trimming and landscaping for me. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get a, a hold of him to do some stuff. 
some spring planting. Okay, and yeah. Stuff. Hell yeah. Couldn't get him to return my calls or my texts. So I just took it upon myself. So it's probably on Mount Vesuvius. So I went to I went to uh uh the the home depot. Okay. And uh got some mulch and got some perennials. Some uh no I just I went with the seasonals. I just said that word. I'm not really sure what that meant. Perennials means they come back every year. Sweet. What's an annual? Is, they they just die when it gets cold and you gotta plant something new in the spring. They don't come back annually as an as an. Mm-hmm. Well, then they named it wrong. That's true. So confusing gardening. Gardening is wild. So I um, I mulched all my beds myself. Uh huh. Do you go for the do you go for the black or the yeah. reddish? You know, some people like that reddish color. I went with the black. Okay. And and then I put uh, I I did some planting in the front. I planted the uh, the raised planters in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also cleaned up the bed in the very back by the back gate. Saw that looks nice. And so then what I did is. There's like kind of a footpath to the back gate. Mm-hmm. Has like little step stones. Some stones. But it was just weeds and dirt all around it. So I had to take one of the um, one of the plastic pots from one of the plants that I bought and scoop up a bunch of the rock from the sides of the house and ferry it back there. So I had to do about ten loads mm. back and forth to fill out the little path mm-hmm. it looks good now got your legs a little tight yeah so i could not believe i i i really thought something was seriously wrong and then i remembered that i'd spent an entire afternoon squatting mm-hmm. but my my hamstrings were knots yeah for a week it's a it's a different set of things when you um are doing lawn work it's different yeah, you're working muscles that you never mm. otherwise would work. And it makes me wonder all the time why lawn, when I see lawn people... Why they're not yoked. <laughs> yeah, they don't seem to be ripped. <laughs> like, they should be, like, just bulked up. I don't know. Not, though. You want me to play a jam? Yeah, I, I, I would rather you play a jam than... Judge Moises's crew. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't see for them not being he, yoked. He might be the yoked crew. I don't know. I haven't seen Moises's. Moises's. I mean, he's having to carve into tablets and stuff all the time. There's no telling. I bet he's jacked. That's probably why it takes him so long to send me a bill. Uh, yeah, because he's got to carve he's it into chisel it all out. <laughs> Seriously, he bills yeah. me twice a year, uh-huh. and I'm like. $2,000? Well, I guess it's like uh-huh. it's like half a year of mowing my yard. He's like, you like, I have a drainage problem back here, and he just kind of puts his cane down. I'm like, not anymore, you don't. Not anymore, sir. It's in either neighbor's yard now. Yeah, now they have a drainage problem, not you. All right, so what is this band that I've never heard of that you made me add to the playlist and you would not let me preview the song. <laughs> this is one of those kind of vibes that you're going to be like, what the... 
about halfway through it, and then you're going to end up liking it by the end. Is this uh, is this a personal recommendation, or is this a you may also like? It was dis- you may also music like detective discovering from three different. Th- this is just discovery. Okay, but um, band called Courting. Is it Courtings or Courting? Singular Courting. Courting. And this song is called Tennis. They also have a song called Football. <laughs> okay. All their songs are not is it sport related, but is it, they is it Chicken a Dude? What do we got here? It's a band. It's a full-on band. Do you know anything about them? Where they're from? Nah. Nothing? But I'll tell you what, while you're listening to it, I want you to read their thing that they put up on Spotify that explains them. Because it's hilarious. It makes no sense whatsoever. So they got a sense of humor, but it's also wild. It's pretty good stuff. Okay. Let's 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 have an open mind. This is new too. Came out two weeks ago. All right. Let's see what courting is all about. This is tennis. Tennis. On HD Well. Yeah. Just play. 
Hell yeah, bro. Isn't that good? It's good. That is not where I expected that to go. I know. I love the Holiday Inn. <laughs> at the Holiday Inn. At the breakfast bar. All right, so... It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so their bio on Spotify... 1953. A blast of light and a twinkling star falling into the Nebraskan sandhills. Nobody knew what fell that night until now. Courting. Tennis out now. Open the pit. <laughs> Tells us nothing. <laughs> I did find uh, their label page. So uh, they're on a UK label called... Uh, oh gosh, what is it called? Nice Swan Records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice Swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're from Liverpool. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm glad that somebody in Liverpool knows where Nebraska is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but they uh, so they call out uh, like parquet courts and pavement and LCD sound system as that makes influences. Sense. I kind of heard. Are you familiar with Art Brute? Yeah, I was hearing a lot of Pulp. Yeah, Pulp as well. Yeah, yeah, it, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That is super fun. Blur too. There's some blur in yeah, there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So the main dude is uh, Sean Murphy O'Neill, the front man. The poet. <laughs> he the says, holiday in poet. He says crazy stuff in the middle of the song. We're playing tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, football's wild too. You gotta check it out. All right, maybe we can play that on the after dark. <laughs> but they're all not just sport names. <laughs> that is wild. I'd love to see them though. That, uh, they gotta be crazy. It seems like they would be like real preppy kids that just when the show starts, everyone just starts kicking each other's ass. Right. Like they're all just mad as hell, going crazy. I love it. I guess that's him in the front. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not that far off. Yeah. Yeah. They look like... Yeah, they, a, they, look, they look preppy yet laddish. Preppy, early 80s. It's almost like a... They're not as pretty as Duran Duran, but they're wearing almost Duran Duran clothes. Oh, he's wearing a, a Tommy Hilfinger shirt. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Look at that. He probably has boat shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dude. So, yeah, there is a uh, courting. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Aren't you, glad that, uh, aren't you glad we got that one in? Man, I mean, seriously, between that Working Men's Club song and the courting song... I think you won. <laughs> it's not a competition. Dave. I know. I, I feel like it always is. We're giving people what they need. I feel like it always is. I felt. I felt like the Bell and Sebastian song was strong to quite strong. Super strong. I felt like the Sondre Lyrique was just amazing, interesting. But as far as punch you in the face, awesome. I think you won. The last one was Bat and Cleanup. Yeah. But good roster, all around. Yeah. Good you, roster. you know what? I, every time we lead up to it. Every time, it, I mean, when we when we're doing a book report, or when we, or when I have something that is just sizzling uh-huh. that I just yeah. can't wait to serve up to right. everyone, those are easy, and those I feel like are slam dunks. But pods like this one, where I am scrambling at the last minute, I don't mm. know what I'm doing. You are making decisions between like five different things, and then it just comes together. Yeah, 
in this casserole of awesomeness. It was a good pod. There's good tunes on this one. It's good. So good. The After Dark is going to be cray. We got tunes. We got a lot of tunes left over. We got to... If you haven't we signed gotta, up for the we, after we got to delve more into tennis or uh, into courting. Yeah, sorry, yeah, we got to delve more into courting. But yes, if you are interested in the after party to this podcast, then that would be the after dark. You can go to patreon.com and search HTWOW, or you can go to oldwaver.com and click premium. And uh, the base membership is five dollars a month. I know it's kind of a lot for one pod a month, but it's an awesome pod. It's eight songs as opposed to four. So we're basically curating a playlist for you of stuff that you can then further explore. So it's the pod that keeps on giving. Plus you get some merch too. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I'm Maybe not, some guitar picks. I'm not going to... I don't know where those are. <laughs> I think I have those. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a bag. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not here to twist your arm. You do what you want with your money. But if you have tons of disposable income and you want to just set it and forget it and give us $5 a month, then more power to you, bro. More power to you. Let's more go. More power to you. Crank it up. Man. I hope everyone enjoyed this party. Like I said... I wasn't sure coming in. I was kind of stressed out. It's been a long week. I know. I wasn't really ready to cut loose. Sometimes you just need the pressure to hit it out of the park. And then, all of a sudden, I was having a blast. Yeah. Knock it right out of the park. Hey, don't forget to enter chance to win a copy of Psychedelic Fur's Greatest Hits for PositiveSpin.com And buy stuff while you're there. Yeah. I mean, they will feel better about sponsoring us if we actually convert into the occasional sale. Yeah. Go vinyl shopping online and have them send you the vinyl. Yeah. I mean, what's better than that? Oh, I forgot to look. I forgot to look and see if they had it. Had what? We didn't. We didn't talk about record store day. Oh yeah. You had a big record store day show with yeah. TYB. It was good fun. records. That was a good show. So the one thing that I was very excited about was electronic Johnny Marr Bernard Sumner project. They put out a mini EP. A new uh, one? A mini LP. Uh, no, it was all the. It was remixes of '89 oh. to '91. Cool. It was all the singles from "Get the Message" to "Disappointed," basically. That's awesome. So it's uh, six tracks, and they were sold out by the time I got to Good Records. So I was able to find it somewhere online some random place i, I bet ch- i, I should have checked positive spin i apologize positive spin i bet they have it but uh it's so good it really made me happy records are good music is good i know I, 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 are good. I got this thing fixed 
I know it sounds. Was that what you were playing when I got here? Yeah. Well, so I, I, there's a new head unit that is. It's a. It's a Bluetooth slash amp for the the phone amp. Uh huh. So you can use it either way. He's pointing at one of these old school yeah, furniture got, I, stereo. Yeah, things. I've got a console, but the the head unit in it was bad, mm-hmm. and so finally had somebody fix it. It's great. And I love it. I love it. Louvat. I was I was laying on the Manny couch where you're sitting right now. Uh huh. At about three in the morning. Blitzed out of my mind. I forget where I had come from. And I put on that electronic record and just laid back, turned down all the lights. Mm-hmm. It was magic. Got a little handsy. With myself, yes. <laughs> God. That's what musical do to you, friends. It really will. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for checking out H2L number 58. Tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Tell a loved one. And touch yourself to music. Mm-hmm.